This is Margaret Jacobson, and I am calling from Portland, Oregon. I wanted to express love and care and admiration towards my fellow black and queer humans. I wanted to send a reminder that we are not alone, even though it feels really scary and at times can feel so lonely. I want you to know that you are surrounded and covered and standing in very deep, significant love and care. And fuck the police and fuck everyone who patrols what we do, our breathing, our moving, our need to be in public spaces. So fuck all of that. I want you to take a moment to tell yourself that you are good Ground yourself, plant your feet, take in some deep breaths, send up some fucking gratitude to your ancestors and to those around you because we are still here and we are still existing and us existing is fucking radical and that in itself is resistance. Every day that we wake up and we do the thing, We are showing up not just for ourselves, but for each other. But really do it for yourself because you cannot show up well if you aren't showing up well for yourself. So I hope that you feel that love and that care. And I hope that you extend extra compassion to yourself and extra compassion to those around you. I hope that today is good and you stand in that goodness You lay down in that goodness if you have to. You stop in that goodness. Whatever is going to make your body and who you are feel safe and secure, you do that. All the love. My name is Shantira Jackson, and I am based in Los Angeles, California. What I'm really learning about myself is that I do need to stay creative, but uh, not writing or painting. Uh, I've been making bread, um, which a lot of people have been doing. But something about kneading the dough helps me release all of the rage and sadness and fear that I'm carrying around with me. Knowing that when I finish kneading that dough, I'll have something that literally... (laughs) feeds me, um, emotionally feeds me, knowing that my hands are capable of doing good work in a time where it feels like so many things are not within my grasp. So um, I bake, and I don't eat it all, and I give a lot of it away, and I think that it's really important to know that um, what you have at your fingertips um, can help you get through and uh, that's what's really been keeping me together hey I'm Vic and I'm calling from LA I'm not a sleeper I've never been a sleeper I don't sleep I stay awake for the most part There's too much happening in the world. I like to be a fly on the wall for the most part. You know, if I can't be in the fight, I want to be watching the fight. 
I walk fast. I talk fast. I think really fast. I make very, very, very quick decisions. Uh, for example, one time I overnight decided I was going to move from my home in Toronto to Vancouver on a week's notice, which is a nightmare, which is a nightmare. Solitude has been strange. I think I realized what I liked so much about moving so quickly through the world is the amount of people that I could see. And more specifically, what I could see about myself through them. A lot of my queerness, my creativity, uh, my thoughts, uh, my happiness came through what people saw in me and then reflecting it back so I could paint it on myself. In my tiny ass apartment, I have these mirrors that I'm looking at right now that go from my ceiling all the way down to my floor. And I spent truly, and I mean this, an embarrassing amount of time staring at myself in them. And I think for the first time in a really long time, I have just been seeing myself for who they are. A queer, very creative person who doesn't need other people to validate what they're doing. And if I'm going to be totally honest, it's made me exhausted. And that is a really, really beautiful thing. Bye. Hi, this is Jill Cassid. I'm calling from Madison, Wisconsin. I'm calling from settler colonial ground. I'm calling from the particular college town and state capital where the governor's safer at home orders were famously overturned. From the not at all safe at home of a long punctured, not oasis of creative life coupled together. Where white supremacists used the street right under our window as a staging ground for their protest brandishing machine guns and a homemade guillotine in the open. From a downtown capital lawn and not quite urban blocks where toxic and viral masculinity megaphones harassment at this body that undutifully performs its ascribed femininity for wearing a mask in the boomerang of hardly veiled violent threat of your mask is going to kill you. I'm calling from the longed for refuge and destination I haven't found yet and yet also from the place where at a social distanced bonfire with queer kin, I cast the papers of the banal evil of the everyday institutional violence of neoliberal administration that fucking burns me out. I'm calling from a place, from a queer body that mostly feels out of place and out of step in feeling the currents of change, from the turbulence inside of what Paul Preciado calls the great mutation of this coronavirus, while also feeling the Cassandra, or is it Antigone, or is it just the gutted vertiginous of having already been screaming for so long? That is, I'm calling from the chronic interminable of the everyday lethal violence of the warehousing of human life, from having already been writing for years about the death industries that masquerade as care, from inside of what I've been calling for some time the necrocene, which I know is our scene, the scene of those marked from the start for if not death or social death, then lives of quiet erosion, that is, I'm calling from the place where the catastrophe has already occurred and keeps recurring. I'm calling from the place that finds no solace in the efforts of not anticipation, but description, that's for so long been taken as hyperbolic theory. From the place of a rageful queer body already carrying compounded losses from an AIDS crisis that is not over, 
from breast cancer, from incarceration, from refused asylum, from the crypt abilities produced by impoverishment, from family Holocaust survival stories lined by the unspoken of what didn't survive, to name just a personal few. I'm calling from the daily creative struggle not to turn this rage in on itself. I'm calling from the place of the labors of care amidst forced precarization that theorizes with art practice about what I call doing things with being undone. I'm calling from the commonplace where we're already living or dying on a dying planet that hasn't given up on everyday micro practices of world making, that still feels the call of an emergent black trans feminist more than human commons, practices that is that make a creative resource outraging, inconsolable grief. The kind of grief that can't be contained by the placations of mourning and moving on without redress and reparation. Practices of learning to live are dying in ways that also agitate to transform the necropolitics of abandonment that turn a virus into a pandemic, that turn the retractions and refusals of support for livable life, the infrastructures of care stolen by heteropatriarchal racial capitalism that make COVID lethal. That's not a feeling that can be reduced to happy or sad, optimistic or pessimistic. It's more a practice of a kind of the vulnerable meanwhile, of learning to live our dying in ways that contest the terms of that dying. Call it melancholy as militancy. Hi, my name is Savannah, and I am living in unceded, occupied, traditional, ancestral territories of the Chichenyo Ohlone Lishan peoples, um, also known as Oakland, California. I'm a white, queer, cisgender femme, um, and a parent. I think that this time um, has, I've been feeling deeply the way that my queer body and mind um, holds contradiction, I'm feeling both the um, abundant pleasures of flowers as I take walks around my neighborhood um, in a mask with my 10-month-old baby um, and also the deep, deep, deep um, wells of grief and rage at the way um, the systems that are in place um, expose so, so, so many people to um, premature death. Um, which is one way that Ruth Wilson Gilmore um, defines racism, exposure to premature death um, in a way that is deeply racialized and gendered. Um, and yeah, just like the, the deep, deep grief um, alongside the necessity of like joy and resilience um, pulling us forward towards something beyond um, the conditions of our present. So that's me. Thanks.